So this is going to be one of those moments where I'm referring you to something else that you might be able to buy. And, um, and those are not moments that I like, but here we go. Uh, I do have a book coming out uh, that is sort of part Lenten devotional and uh, part story about the the long illness of my father and, and his eventual death and the way that uh, my views and perspective on him changed and also uh, how my views and perspectives on God changed as well. So if that's something you think might interest you, kind of pulling that through a Lenten journey, uh, check out Unless a Grain of Wheat Falls, uh, which is available on Amazon in paperback and also on Kindle and on the Barnes & Noble Nook. Let your clay be moist on practicing deep listening, openness, and community. It's a reading from a recent Medium post on January 20th. It is hard to tell your story. It is challenging to be open to the story of another. Yet this is what we are attempting to do. A group of us, in the context of a Sunday school class in a downstairs room, are sitting, chairs in a circle, in silence together. We have the time of silence, a short discussion of the text we are reading together. That's Parker Palmer's A Hidden Wholeness. We talk about the safety of the circle, of listening without trying to fix or correct. Avoiding on that person's own soul, or, quote, light, as Palmer might say, to show the way. Our first exercises have been in twos, turning our chairs opposite from one another in the circle so that the chairs are not back-to-back, -back, but placed alongside. We are beside each other, but not facing each other. You can turn your head toward the person you are speaking to, but you can remove the pressure of the direct contact by staring ahead while you speak, and the other listens. And my thoughts, my thoughts keep going back to this quote from St. Irenaeus, Let your clay be moist. My first encounter with this quote and the prayer from which it comes is in a training program for spiritual directors from Shalem Institute. There, too, we would sit in silence. The one who shared the quote is himself a Quaker, just as is Parker Palmer. If you are unfamiliar with Quaker worship, there is a lot of silence, of waiting for someone in the group to have a word that they may wish to share. Or there may simply be the sitting in silence together. What does it mean that our clay remain moist? And what does silence have to do with it? Being moist means that we can continue to be shaped if we become dry and hardened, we are brittle. Dryness leads to cracking and breaking. Being moist means that the potter can open us further. 
from a vase with a small opening at the top to a wide bowl that could eventually hold bread or fruit for many. Being silent, again, not trying to fix or correct, means that we are willing to admit that we do not have the right answers. Not knowing the right answer does not mean that we are not in relationship with the person next to us or with the God from whom we seek those answers. Yet we are willing to sit together, to listen. So is this some sort of antidote for our current cultural and national malaise? So what would happen if we could all sit down together. It seems that some are trying to talk across lines of race and political party, but there is a hardness and intractability in others. My fear is that we all have already become so brittle and hard that we are breaking. How do we become moist again? How do we again learn to listen? How can we stop yelling and simply sit together, maybe even in silence? We would have to stop trying to fix each other. We would have to learn to love first. We would have to learn to be open, not closed. We would have to allow ourselves to be pliable and not so set in our opinions and, quote, right theology slash politics that we cannot even listen to another. And we may have to sit and simply be quiet and wait. Here is the whole prayer from St. Irenaeus. It is not you that shapes God. It is God who shapes you. If then you are the work of God, await the hand of the artist who does all things in due season. Offer him your heart, soft and tractable, and keep the form in which the artist has fashioned you. Let your clay be moist lest you grow hard and lose the imprint of his fingers. As a note of explanation, I am a clinical social worker, and I work in a fairly rural area with few clinicians. So if you're a licensed mental health professional like me, it is a place where you can still make a good go of it in private practice. But what that also means is that you will work with a wide variety of people, even more so if you are willing to and competent working with children. For me, I see children, adolescents, and adults, with a few older adults and couples thrown in too. It can make for a fun and varied day in the office. If you're listening to this recording and it's helpful, I'm glad, but um, please know that listening to something like this, while it may be educational and helpful, is no substitute for seeing a clinician 
So I hope that you're able to find somebody in your area that, uh, that you feel a good alliance with and can be helpful to you.